Well, hello and welcome to episode two of the Steve Talks Running Podcast. Coming up this week, I'll be discussing Hell on the Humber, Manchester Marathon, and how I've tackled the last couple of marathons that I've taken part in in terms of pacing. I'll also be discussing Callum Hawkins and London Marathon. So, what about Callum Hawkins, eh? If you haven't seen the footage by now, Callum was leading the Commonwealth Games Marathon when, with about a mile to the finish, he started to lose control of his legs and started weaving towards the pavement. He eventually tripped over the pavement, falling to the floor. Callum managed to pick himself up and propel himself further down the course before collapsing again, hitting his head off a guardrail. It took the medics nearly two minutes to get to him. And even then, the rules state that the athlete themselves have to indicate they want assistance before the medics will help. It was awful to see the battle between brain and body. Callum was clearly suffering from the heat. His body had given up, but the brain was still trying to get him to get up to push the body to the finish line. The organisers have been criticised for the length of time it took for medical attention. But the main thing is, Callum is okay. He's now looking to towards Tokyo Olympics in 2020 where no doubt he'll put himself in a great position for gold medal contention so now it's time to discuss hell on the humber so what is it I hear you ask well Hell on the Humber, or Hoth as it's known, is a timed endurance race which takes place predominantly on the Humber Bridge. I took part in the August event last year and entered the 12 hour event. This was my first endurance race so I really didn't know what to expect. Already out on the route were the 24 hour participants, they had been out on the course since earlier that morning. Starting with my 12 hour group were the 6 hour participants. My event started at 7pm and was due to run until 7am the next morning. The run itself is a 4 mile out and back route along the Humber Bridge. It's 2 miles out, turn at a cone, 2 miles back, shout out your race number to the volunteers at the event tent and then turn at the cone and repeat ad nauseum. The only caveat is that we had to complete one loop of the route every 3 hours. My plan was to run around 20 to 25 miles before taking a break in my tent, grabbing some food, having a loo break, etc., before heading out again. After that, it was just a case of keeping on, keeping on, and doing what I could. I surprised myself a little bit by still managing to be running at 40 miles in. It was only when it hit around 3am that I started to tire, and a lot more walking and rest breaks were introduced. Despite all this, I managed 52 miles in just over 11 hours, which gave me great confidence for entering comrades. And so it was that I returned to Hoth this April to take part in the Easter-themed Mad Hatter. This time it was a nine-hour timed event. With it being the week before Manchester Marathon, I really didn't know how to tackle it. I wanted to hit around 40 miles in total but it was obvious upon setting off that the weather was going to play a deciding factor if, on, on whether that was possible or not. It was windy, 
It was raining and it was freezing. The plan was the same though. Hit 20 to 25 miles, have a break and then see what happened. I set off fairly hard, ran a large portion of it with the eventual winner of the event before retiring to my tent at 20 miles. What was supposed to be a 10 minute break though turned into around 40 minutes. I'd ended up wrapping myself in blankets, towels and clothes trying to get warm. It was as soon as I sat down that I started shivering and could not stop. Eventually I managed to bring my body temperature back up to get myself back out on the course. As it was, this was to be my only proper rest break throughout and I ended up finishing the event with 48 miles done. I was just pipped to a third place podium finish by a matter of minutes. But again, this gave me great confidence going into comrades. So, if running across the Humber Bridge back and forth ad nauseum for 36, 24, 12, 9 or 6 hours float your boat, check out Hell on the Humber. But beware, it's strangely addictive. A week after Hell on the Humber, I found myself on the start line for Manchester Marathon. I really wasn't sure how this was going to go with it being a week later. But I'd looked after myself that week. I'd done plenty of foam rolling, stretching, yoga and a few slow, easy runs to get the legs going again. My approach to the event was to aim for around 3 hours 30, which was around 8 minute a mile pace. If you haven't done Manchester before, it's a fairly rapid downhill start, so it's easy to get carried away. In truth, the first 3 or 4 miles for me were a tad on the quick side as I was sitting around 7.5 minute pace per mile. It's at that point where you make a decision. Do you carry on at the pace? No, I'm fine well. You've still got over 22 miles to go and just see what happens. Or do you start to back off? I can answer this question by relating it back to Chester Marathon in October of last year. The plan going into it at the start of training was always for a sub 3.30 finish with an outward chance of 3.20. But it became obvious during training that I was good for a 3.15 finish. As I stood on the start line, the voice of my coach was ringing in my ears as he'd repeated over and over again for me to go for 7 minute 25 seconds per mile. Chester's also a fairly rapid course for the first 6 or 7 miles and I got sucked in. I was smashing out miles close to 7 minute pace. I'd started doing the mental arithmetic in my head and worked out that carrying on at this pace was good for a 3 hour 5 minute finish. I felt good though and carried on without restraint. 18 miles in, it all started to go backwards and I'd hit the wall big style. I'd gone too hard too soon, it was a warm day and I didn't have the reserves for a strong finish. The next 8 miles were going to be grim. And so it was as I slowed considerably and crossed the line in 3.18. This was no doubt a great achievement for me, it was my quickest marathon to date. But if I'd shown a bit more restraint and ran it sensibly, there was no reason why the time couldn't have been better which is what ended up running through my mind as I was going a tad too quick at Manchester. Four miles in, I started to pull myself back. Just 10 to 15 seconds per mile was enough to ensure that I had the energy to keep going. At 20 miles, where usually I would hit the wall, I felt strong. I was passing people, which is unlike me at the back end of a marathon. I'd spotted the signs of the runners who had gone off too quick. 
I've been there myself many times before. I was really enjoying this marathon though. I'd run it sensibly. I hadn't got carried away and I'd run my own race for a change. I'd eased off when I felt it necessary and as it was, every single one of my miles up to mile 24 was sub 8 minutes. It was only in the last two miles I dipped just below 8 minute miles. But by that point my race was run. All I had to do now was get to the finish line. I ended up completing the marathon in 3.24 but I'd thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish and that was because I paced it perfectly and sensibly. At Chester I risked it all for greatness but I'd learned a few lessons along the way. Here at Manchester I started strong, I finished strong and I think I'm starting to get the hang of this pace and malarkey. In closing out this episode, I just want to wish everyone good luck at the London Marathon this weekend. It's going to be a warm one, so keep cool, take on plenty of water, but not too much. Enjoy the run and be awesome.